Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWRAP.com. Hey everyone, welcome to week four. We're going to start off with our injuries again. And this week, we've got Isaiah McKenzie, who is uh, in uh, concussion protocol. We've got Javonta Williams, who's out for the season with an ACL. And uh, what are your thoughts on that one? Obviously a huge blow to anybody who took him uh, early in the uh, in your fantasy drafts this year. Um, what really sucked was starting that game out, it was all him. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I don't think, had a carry until either right before half or after the halftime, and I think his first carry was a fumble. Right. That was, uh, I think it was a fumble six, you know, so I think they returned it. I, I believe that or it was, uh, you know, returned very far, which resulted in points. So, um you know, if you had Melvin Gordon as a handcuff, you're sitting okay. Uh, they went out and sniped Latavius Murray away from the Saints. Uh, and it's uh, yeah. it's considered that Mike Boone might take uh, a considerable amount of the work away. Yeah, because I think this fumble, uh, from what I was hearing, is like including preseason in the last like four or five games, Melvin Gordon's fumbled in every game yeah. for the last four or five, including preseason. So they're pretty much fed up with him, yep. I think, at that point. So. Supposedly in the doghouse. Yep. So we'll have to see where that goes. Jonathan Taylor, day-to-day with an ankle, will probably play Thursday. I think if you're a, J- a JT owner, you probably would rather have him miss because uh, you get the Thursday. That gives him 10 days after, you know, these couple days, and then another 10 days until right. next week right. um, for him to rest up and get healthy. The only thing is is he's one of those guys who's, uh, he, I mean, he's up until I think last week had never missed uh, practice, uh, apparently from like high school through college until now in the NFL. So he's one of these tough guys. He's probably going to play. He's going to force your hand. You know, if he's out there, you have to play him. Uh, so that one's going to be kind of tough. Right. Hopefully he doesn't uh, do any more damage to it, but I doubt Correct. he would. Uh, Brian Hoyer, concussion protocol. Um, didn't seem to impact him much. They brought in Bailey Zappi, and mm-hmm. uh, Zappi will probably play until Mac Jones, Mac Jones comes, comes back. back. Uh, Janu Smith, day-to-day with an ankle. Not a big deal. Nope. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, out in uh, concussion protocol, which was interesting because Daniel Jones went down just before that, maybe five plays or so or, yeah. or so before that uh, with an ankle and he's day to day. So it's, it's one of those, I mean, Daniel Jones came back and played. Yep. So it's entirely possible that, you know, Daniel Jones plays. We'll just have to see where that, where that goes. Um, it's hard to say. Yep. Uh, they play early in the morning on Saturday against in Green London Bay. against Green Bay. So um, maybe Daniel Jones Probably not Tyrod Taylor, possibly a third-string QB. Um, Kenny Galladay injured his knee. Um, I haven't seen a report on how bad it is or when he'll be back. I don't. That really doesn't hold any bearing to any fantasy relevance because I don't know how he injured it standing on the sidelines. So yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he's got you know yeah. he, he has been 
uh, underutilized. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, a couple of years ago in Detroit, yeah. he was, he was a stud. Yeah. That's why they went out and paid a lot of money for him in right. the off season. And he has done jack squat with it so far. Well, it's interesting because they don't, they don't even play him. So, yeah. I mean, he's had no opportunity to build a rapport with a first string quarterback. So it's, yeah. it's interesting that you'd spend money and then, and then not use him. Uh, we move on to Cameron Brait, who is in concussion protocol. Could be important, but we'll see. Um, Traylon Burks, foot day-to-day. Again, you know, a day-to-day who, you know, he, he could be playing this weekend. Yeah, I heard, I believe I heard turf toe uh, for him. Okay. Um, so so that could take a while. Yeah, they, I think they were saying potentially a couple weeks for him. Uh, last I had heard, which was just earlier today, Um you know, one of those guys, uh, you know, Tennessee traded away A.J. Brown essentially to get Traylon Burks, so they were hoping that, you know, he was going to be one of these breakout stud, uh, you know, rookie receivers. So this right. one obviously hurts him for a little bit, but nice to see a resurgence from uh, Derrick Henry to take some pressure off of that offense. But, you know, the Traylon, you're, unless you absolutely have to, you're not going to drop him or anything like that. You just... You know, leave him on your bench and hope he comes back healthy and, and picks up where he left off. Yep. Here is a big one. Tua. Um, out with a concussion for at least a week. He's definitely not playing this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. And he had his meeting today with the league to determine, you know, whether or not it was handled correctly. Um, try and make some changes to what they're doing in the NFL with concussions. Yeah, the... Uh unaffiliated doctor or specialist who cleared him after the bills game got fired right <laughs> uh, let go um you know he shouldn't have played last week uh, just bottom line so even if i think even if he was fully 100 percent cleared i think optically i don't think he would play this week either there's just after seeing that and then the um heat that prime got for replaying the hit and him you know with his body all you know cramped out or whatever you want to say it all right. you know frozen like yep. that with his fingers all jacked up um they showed that a couple times i believe prime got a lot of heat for that for showing that because that's just i mean that's a scary injury you know potential career ending injury which sounds like he's going to be okay which is great for him um and you know the dolphins organization but so I think no matter what, he wasn't going to play this week right? anyways. So. Good, good thing we don't have any MMA fans out there because every MMA <laughs> uh, knockout usually uh, has one of those displays yeah. also as the, the hands <laughs> cramp up, the toes cramp up, yep. the legs are off the ground. And yeah. so, I mean, if you're used to seeing it, it it's not as bad, but it was, it was a bad, mm-hmm. a, a bad hit that he took. Yeah. Uh, next up is Cordero Patterson. Knee injury, placed on IR, out for at least four weeks. Yeah, you're looking uh, the rookie, Algier, and then uh, the guy kind of came out of nowhere, I think, <laughs> when yeah. we were watching uh, well, watching the game, uh, the uh, Packer game, he, you know, Oz was like, who's this Caleb Huntley guy? And he was getting carries, and I, I didn't know who he was either. But those two guys, if Algier has, you know, if you already didn't have Algier, if he's out there, go grab him. Same with Huntley, if you've got the – room on your bench and you need a running back uh you know potentially because i believe huntley got most of the goal line 
uh, work. So he might not get a lot of yards, but he might score a touchdown these weeks that Patterson's out. So right. both guys viable potential flex options for you. Right. So next up we have Jamison Crowder, broken ankle, possibly on the IR is what I read today. Um, they were trying to consider how long, I, I'm guessing how long he would be out, yeah. et cetera, as to whether or not they're going to put him on IR, uh, you know. Which is weird with a broken ankle. Right. You would assume it'd be the full eight weeks for a broken bone, but. Six, I, six weeks. Six but, weeks, yeah. 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 I mean, I broke an ankle playing hockey and was out six weeks, skated straight after six weeks, mm-hmm. uh, was afraid to <laughs> do any hockey stops. Yeah. Uh, for fear, it, that was all in my mind though. Yep. So, I mean, y- you work your way back and you have to be able to endure the pressure of mm-hmm. the stops, the, the pivots, the turns, you know, everything yeah, going the, on. The mental so. aspect, which, right. you know, Crowder being out is good for our first, uh, injured player we talked about, I believe in concussion or second or whoever, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, yep. um, you know, cause Crowder was out there getting work. This puts, uh, McKenzie in that role. Um, you know, short yardage kind of guy, possession guy. Um, obviously Diggs kind of had a down game this week, uh, which was just a result of the, uh, rain in that game. Um, right. and then Gabe Davis, I believe was out again this week if he comes back. So, uh, you know, you got Isaiah McKenzie, you know, if you need somebody, it could be a, a, a decent pickup for PPR, full PPR. Right. Uh, next on the list is Jahan Dotson. Hamstring injury out at least one to two weeks. Yeah. Uh, that, that offense looks bad. Yeah, it's um, Carson Wentz. Uh, it, <laughs> but yeah. in general, it does look bad. Yeah, I mean, Terry yep. is getting zero. Yeah, which is crazy, you know. But with Dotson out, that's you know, should help boost your confidence in in McLaurin and then Curtis Samuel as well, too. Should, um, but is if, that if taking, you know, did you take away a... a um, receiver who was, you know, ta- maybe taking some double coverage after the first week or two, and you know maybe Terry McLaurin was going to see more targets. Um, he's he just doesn't seem to be. Yeah, that was kind of the um, worry with McLaurin in the uh, you know in the off season and preseason this year as a fantasy. Re- I mean, obviously he's a great athlete, you know, great receiver in the NFL. But it's not really translating to fantasy, which obviously <laughs> is what we want to see. Right. You know, we could really care if these teams, if the teams themselves win or lose, but we just want them to put up a good stat line for us. Uh, and McLaurin's just not getting it done. Uh, you know, kind of Curtis Samuel kind of reemerged those first couple weeks too. Um, what is nice with the uh, commanders is uh, they designated Brian Robinson to come back off of the uh, the NFI list. Um, and uh, hopefully he can help kind of breathe some life into this offense because he was slated to be the starter. And then uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some shady stuff with Antonio Gibson going on with the uh, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> I was joking with uh, a buddy that Antonio Gibson put a hit on Brian Robinson because oh. it was the day <laughs> the day that Rivera came out and said, "You're our starter, our one A." That later that day is when he. Uh, he had the uh, the gunshot wounds, yeah. um, so just Gl- know, glad he's but glad yes, he's recovered yes. from that. Um, but he you know, always is designated. They've got twenty one days to bring him back. So right, right. Know. It may not be right. It may yeah. not be immediate. But you know, he he's recovering well supposedly, and we'll we'll have to see how that goes. Yep. Last person I've got on here is Justice Hill. 
hamstring injury, unknown time frame, um, with the emergence of J.K. Dobbins this week. I don't think that's a huge deal. Nope. Um, Gus Edwards should be back within a week or two or three. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those, again, it's a Baltimore running back. Now, J.K. Dobbins had a huge game, and we know that Lamar runs more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the loss of a Justice Hill, eh, no. not a huge impact, I don't think. Um, unless you needed him in your ro- on your roster for some reason, I you know it's not a big deal. Yep. So next we're going to move into our studs. Uh, this week we saw a uh, couple of tight ends up there. Nice uh, to our, see. Our, our top one is T.J. Hawkinson, plus twenty four point eighty nine points, eight of twelve um, passes caught, one hundred and seventy nine yards and two touchdowns. Certainly took advantage of Amon Ross St. Brown being out. And DeAndre Swift. And DeAndre. Um, and then I think maybe there was one other guy that was out too, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, we've seen it before. This is the very top break through the ceiling of TJ Hawkinson's ceiling because um, we've been seeing his floor lately. Yeah. I mean, the, the basement <laughs> of right. his floor lately. So to get this huge pop week is nice. Um, Funny thing is, I bet there were a lot of fantasy owners who weren't playing him this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had the one guy in our league did, and he's you know obviously super happy he played him. Uh, but yeah, Ditto. yeah. A lot of people looking for a pivot. Uh, you know, hopefully you pivoted to a decent option like a Gerald Everett who had a, a very nice uh, himself a very nice fantasy day. But you know the the Hawkinson. Um, you know, I don't see this happening i well he could have another good week because if amon ra misses next week swift they're talking could be out through week seven um you know uh, dj chark he was out this week that's what i was thinking of um which let uh josh reynolds have a very nice fantasy day as well so right right when you've got your quarterback for seven thousand yards in a game yeah, Jared Goff's a top five quarterback this year, which yeah. is crazy to think about in Detroit. Um, you know, the funny stat with Detroit is they have the number one offense, which is crazy to think about, but they have the worst defense. Yeah. So they're like a actually, fantasy. actually, I think they actually come in at like thirty six out of thirty two yeah. teams. They're just a, a fantasy uh, dream right now of a team because their offense is playing at such a high level. And you know whose defense to play? Yes, against so, them. Yep. So um, the next one uh, up 18.8 points is Josh Jacobs, uh, five catches for, from six targets, 31 yards, 28 rushes, 144 yards, and two touchdowns. It's funny, I, uh, I tried to make a trade for him. Um, <laughs> Got rejected, didn't you? Uh, but not, not quickly. Yeah. It was one of those, the guy needed him as a, uh, he, he was keeping him because he needs him in you know, in case someone was injured or yep. whatever. Gotcha. Um, this is my 16-team, two-running back oh, league. Yeah, trying to pry so, any running back away. <laughs> right. And I was just going on the, hey, you aren't even playing him, so maybe you will slide yeah. him my way. And he's like, well, I already dropped Brandon Ayuk, so, and you picked him up right away. So I said, I was more than willing to trade you Brandon Ayuk for him. <laughs> so, you know, it, he, he broke out of his shell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It, it's what we've, I mean, we've seen this before. Uh, yep. Josh Jacobs can have great weeks. Josh Jacobs can then turn around and 
disappear. But rightly so in, in that offense, I mean, it's, if, if the, if the passing isn't working and the running is, well, you stay with the running. Um, David Carr didn't have a good week. Um, You know, the receivers weren't great in, in fantasy points. So, you know, it's good, it's good to see that, but, you know, I, I can also see someone trying to sell high right now, mm-hmm. which if I owned him and I oh, didn't yeah. need him, I would do the same. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't foresee this happening on a regular basis. No. I see him closer to what projections are yeah. and occasionally he'll be above it. Maybe, maybe another week like this at yeah. some point, but occasionally he's going to be closer to a dud. Yeah, he's he's a RB2, mid RB2 with that RB1 upside like this week, like we talked about. Uh, David Carr hasn't had a good week in many years because you're thinking of Derek Carr's older brother. Sorry. <laughs> he's he's in the broadcast booth. Um, but, yeah, so. Brain, uh, brain fart. Yep. Um, but, yeah, Jacobs, is he's he's always been that guy who, like I said, is a, is a very solid RB2, will get you your... 10 to 15 points usually pretty much every week and then he'll pop and he popped because the Raiders offense is honestly very frustrating uh, being a Devontae Adams owner um you know he again arguably the best receiver in the league and it seems like every other week Derek Carr forgets that he's on the field and all of a sudden he goes oh yeah you know I got to throw it 18 times to Devontae if we want to win this game yeah so you know Darren Waller dudded this week um you know probably not maybe not on our list I'm not sure nope but very probably very very close because I think he only had two receptions right two or three receptions so um you know the the Raiders offense is frustrating it's going to be up and down um you know hey they got their first victory that too but I, I agree with what you said if you if you got them and you don't necessarily need him i'd go out find that guy that needs a running back try and trade sell high yep absolutely yep. um next up is miles sanders uh plus 18.2 points two receptions on three targets 22 yards 27 carries 134 yards rushing and two touchdowns uh single-handedly beat my team that yeah. i was playing in that 16 teamer yeah this one hurts uh because he uh sanders and dk was a package i sent in our league to acquire Alvin Kamara, who was a very late, um, Scratch, inactive yeah. Sunday morning. Luckily we were up already, uh, doing stuff for the day. So I was able to swap Kamara out. But, um, as for repeating that stat line, I don't see it happening to this level. He'll, he, you know, to have a touchdown every week is certainly a possibility, Right. but you know, uh, Kenneth Gainwell scored as well from about 10 or 12 or 12 yards out. Right. Um, I attribute this week for Sanders more to do with the weather of the game. It was just a torrential downpour. Uh, Jalen Hurts threw a pick six, uh, no passing touchdowns for Hurts. Um, I believe Hurts did get a rushing touchdown. Uh, which has been kind of the hindrance, almost a Lamar-esque hindrance to Philly's backfield right. um, for rushing for Miles Sanders. So, But nice it worked this week, it. yeah. Yep. So next up uh, at plus 18.15 was Jared Goff, who we talked a little bit about before. Um, 26 of 39 passing for 378 yards and four touchdowns and an interception. He's, you know, like you said, I mean, they've, they've got a great offense mm-hmm. that with... St. Brown coming back, and when they get Swift back, I mean, they're, they're still going to score. 
yeah, I, I, yeah, I think uh, there's going to be a game where he's going to come back down to earth, a game or two here where you're going to see the Jared Goff that got ran out of uh, L.A. pretty much, or um, well, you know. But that, again, you're they, gonna, you're yeah. going to get rid of him in well, that yeah. trade regardless. Well, yeah. So you know he may have he may have gotten run off, but yeah, I mean he's playing the, the, like his, yeah their, their he's offense out is clicking right now. They're playing great. He's he's whatever they're doing is working. I mean obviously you have your number one receiver, you know potentially your number two receiver out for the week, you know. Uh, so yeah, and the, and like you said, their defense is the worst in the league. They're gonna have to put up points, right? So the chances of him continuing this are on the you know on the good side of uh, of things, but right. You know, I mean, he's yeah. more than likely they're going to be down. They're going to be you know the, it, it's funny the uh, the over under was forty eight. Um, well, they gave up forty eight, and they yep. scored. 45, I think. 45. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a ridiculous yeah. number of points that were scored. And and I like I say, you know, if if they're always playing from behind, well, and, and Jamal Williams had a great game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, he's not on our list because the expectations were so high. You know, yeah. they projected him higher than I would have thought. And he still, I, I believe, outscored his projections yep. and... Goff went off, mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting. I think I think they'll continue to. I think he'll continue to perform at a decent level, like you said. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have probably more games above projections. Yeah, I don't um, think he'll dud as much as he has in right. the years prior, uh, un- unless he runs into a quality defense. Yeah, I mean there there was you know. I don't think Seattle's defense is necessarily the best in the league either. No, no. <laughs> they come up against a Philly, and this might be a different score. Yeah, you know, he sure. he may not have come anywhere close to this. So mm-hmm. it's it's hard to say. Um, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Uh, next up at plus seventeen point four was Rashad Penny. Uh, he had one catch on one target for six yards. He had seventeen rushes for one hundred and fifty-one yards and two touchdowns. I wouldn't chase this at all um if you got him great flex play but again like we just talked about against detroit worst defense in the league you know i i didn't watch the game so i don't know if he had any you know i mean he had how many rushes 17 17 yeah so you figure he probably broke a couple of them for decent yardage uh to get to that uh, over 100 yards rushing right um but yeah this game you know from what the final score you know, suggests is this is one that just one of those where it just got out of hand. Both teams right. just going back and forth scoring, and the defenses were powerless to stop right. the other offense. Three of our top six scorers yeah. came from that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. I mean, I mean, uh, studs came from yep, that game. So. so it's not it's not a huge surprise that he was you know that someone was going to do it against Detroit. Nope. Um, it was him. Um, it'll be interesting to see the percentage of touches between him and kenneth walker Walker. yeah that was that's what i was going to bring up too was ken walker still there you know they were pretty much waiting for him to get healthy from his uh, hernia right in the preseason so yeah we'll see i mean if penny keeps playing like this you you figure they kind of have no choice but to to uh you know roll with him but you know we've seen stranger things right 
Um, the last one, I, and I added in a sixth just because it was it was another tight end. Uh, Mo Ali Cox went off uh, for plus seventeen point oh nine over um, projected. Yeah. He caught all six of his targets for eighty five yards and two touchdowns. Um, I, I think it's the Mo Ali Cox that people would like to see. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. Again, you know, it's kind of like Hawkinson. Hawkinson is is probably a a much bigger name than Mo Ali Cox, but at the same time, where I said they weren't playing Hawkinson, or some GMs may not have been playing Hawkinson, I'm guessing nobody <laughs> nobody was playing Mo Ali Cox, yeah. um, or maybe you know one or two people that got stuck in a bind and and had to play someone. Um, I don't think it's necessarily repeatable. However, like I said, they they wanted him to be able to. Yeah. You know, he's a huge target. Yeah. He's he's a big man. Yeah. So you get in the red zone, and even old Matt Ryan, you know, you look up, and here's Mo Ali Cox, a guy who you can literally just throw the ball up almost as high as you can, and he's got a chance to go and get it. Obviously, you know, with JT struggling, um, you know, they get in the red zone and they're not really looking to run so much, it seems like, anymore because of the struggles, which is, right. again, frustrating if you're a JT owner with that number one or number two overall pick this year. Um, and we've seen this from O'Ali Cox before, too. I mean, you go back to uh, Jack Doyle was the same way. It seemed like every two, three weeks, all of a sudden, Jack Doyle's got two touchdowns and 80 yards, right. you know. So the chances of this happening are you know, still pretty slim, but they're better than better than nothing with him because we've seen this before too with with uh, Mo Ali Cox as well. So. Right, and, and it's I mean it's feast or famine with him mostly, and yep. and it's you know it's I don't think it's his fault. No, it's if you don't see the get the looks. Uh, I mean, he caught all six of his targets. That you know that lends itself to I mean, if you get six targets and you make six receptions, and you're that size of a man, and you're putting licks on people there's a chance that you're going to break some of those for some mm-hmm. yardage. And if they're down around the, the red zone, you could get in. So Yeah, it, and then Indy, too, you know, they've got Michael Pittman and then nobody else. You know, so if if this is them trying to find that second receiving option, maybe it's something you go out just as a speculative ad, you know, if you've got the room on your on your bench. Uh, for him, right? Um, but they uh, they also have, I believe, a rookie and uh, Kylan Granson that's out there a decent amount too. They've got the other rookie receiver, Alec Pierce, who had a, a very nice game for himself. Um, you know, I think he had something like ninety yards or something like that too. Mm-hmm. So there seems like they're trying to find that second receiving option to help open it up. You know, the offense up, but also the problem is still Matt Ryan, right? So yep. That's, yeah, kind of, that one's tricky as well. Yeah, you can't fix old. Yep. Um, nothing, <laughs> nothing's going to make him younger. So let's move on to our duds. Um, I threw up five of them. The first two are due to injury. Um, Tua, obviously, um, with the concussion, second in two weeks. Well, excuse me. Yeah. The, the first that we know of, you know, even though we suspect that that was a concussion two weeks ago. Um, negative 15.45. He was eight of 14 for 110 yards and an interception. Um, again, you know, you aren't going to drop Tua. Um, Tua will be back, uh, not this week, but possibly next week. Um, I I, I wouldn't worry too much about it at this point. Even before he got 
you know, he had the uh, the reaggravation or you know the the actual concussion. Um, he just he did look really off. Uh, you know, throwing downfield to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, he was underthrowing quite a few of those balls and just missing guys like he just you could tell there was something a little you know once the hit occurred on him where the, he had the scary situation it made you uh i was playing uh, call of duty and a friend of ours even said too he goes i wonder if that's what it was from last week right. still right because he did just seem off he was missing throws he was under throwing re- like like 10 yards. I mean, granted, Tyreek is so quick that you have to catch the, you know, snap the ball, whether you're in shotgun, and you just turn and lob it for him to go find it. But, I mean, there were some bad throws by Tua in that game, which make you wonder if it was something from the previous right week. and you you go back to the previous week and you watch that, and when he stumbled like he yeah. did, that was not an ankle. No. Um, in my mind, and, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor. I played one on TV, but I'm, I'm not a real doctor. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those, it, my perception is that he was concussed. He never went into the protocol. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe he was necessarily checked out for a concussion. Mm-hmm. And so he may have not been back to himself, like you said. Yeah. And you know, that, that's my guess. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if those spotters that they have said anything, you know, because they have guys up in the boxes or wherever st- around the stadium that look for concussion symptoms. Right. That makes me wonder if anybody said, hey, you got to get to a checked but, out. But, but yeah. he's stumbling because he injured his ankle. Yeah. So there's nothing to say that it couldn't have been the ankle. True. I'm just saying my perception having seen that. Yeah on the screen it it looked like a concussion to me and if yeah. you're a spotter sitting up in the stands true it, that could have looked like a stumble to me too yeah so yeah, that one's it, i just i think everybody i think it'd be hard you'd be hard pressed to find somebody from watching the bills game to say that that wasn't something to do with a concussion or or had trauma or whatever you want to call it agreed so, agreed yeah. uh next up is jonathan taylor uh again he was injured part way through the game um, he had, actually it was toward the end of the game. Um, he was 15 points under, he was one catch on three targets for three yards and 20 carries for 42 yards. Yeah. That one, uh, coming in Titans defense, I believe coming into last week were, if not the bottom rated, very close to the bottom rated rush defense. Unbelievable. And you averaged 2.1 yeah. yards per I don't think he's ever averaged 2.1 <laughs> <No>. yards <laughs> per carry in, his in, a, in a game yeah, ever. ever. Yeah. You just So going into that one, you were like, all right, this is it. Here comes JT. Yep. You got JT and you got Derrick Henry on the other side. It's going to be this great running back battle. And you saw Derrick Henry have a very good game and bounce back from his, you know, slump that he has been in the first couple of weeks. And then JT just continue it because I don't know if it's line issues or or what, just whatever they're doing on offense right now just isn't working for him. So. Yeah, I'm always I'm always skeptical when those two play each other because I mean, over the years we've seen seen a lot of close low, low scoring games yeah you know you'll get a 12 nine game mm-hmm. uh, where it's all field goals and you're sitting there going you're oh like, I wish I wouldn't have played any of my guys so like every Steelers Browns matchup in yes, the last 10 yes, years <laughs> yes so 
Um, next, we move on to Mitch Trubisky, minus 14.89. He was 7 of 13 for 84 yards and an interception, and he rushed one time for one yard. And his was not because of an injury. His was because he was benched. Yep. Uh, going forward, I think you're going to see a lot more of Kenny Pickett. I think they named him the starter already. They, for they next did week. for yeah, they yeah. did for for the coming week. Yeah. It's it's a question of is there any way they're going to play that? Oh, whoever got whoever's got the hot hand, or if you know, I, how yeah. how badly does Kenny Pickett have to look over his shoulder, or are they making the change now and they're going to say going forward, it's Kenny's team, and until he's injured, it's Kenny's team. Yeah, I think that's what we'll see. Um, I would hope know. so. Uh, this morning I was, <laughs> so I tried to acquire Saquon Barkley from a, uh, a buddy in the in the league, and I so I picked up Dak Prescott just to throw on my bench. So when he comes back, you know, kind of giving some secrets away here because a lot of the guys listen to our show. Uh oh. Um, He's for me. He's going to be a trade piece. Guys, guys, turn yeah. it off right now yep, and don't listen to this. Part. Everybody, please turn your phones off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for me, I mean, I've got Jalen Hurts, um, who so far, you know, had a little bit of down week last week, which is just a weather issue because that game was just a, a rain-soaked nightmare. Um, you know, if nobody wants Dak, I'll keep him on my bench and use him in my bye week right. or in the off chance Jalen Hurts gets hurt. Jalen gets hurts. Stat, yeah. I've, Got an established starting quarterback, right? Who just got Michael Gallup back this week. Still has but Zeke, he's Pollard. he's how many weeks away from coming back? True, that's the thing though. So what is he week know, eight or so? Who Dak? Yeah, he was talking about trying to play this week, and then Jerry Jones came out and said he's still having a little trouble okay. gripping a football. So I mean, it could be that long, but it could be sooner. It could right. be. Now week six, week seven, whatever. So next on our list at minus 13.35 was Marcus Mariota. Seven of 19 passing, 139 yards and an interception, five rushes for three yards. That is not the Marcus Mariota, Mariota we know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean. <laughs> so far this year. Five yeah. rushes for three yards. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen Mariota run that poorly. Yeah. Um, and maybe he was just escaping... Um, a sack here or there, yeah. But you know they seven of nineteen. I yeah, mean, that's that's about just about forty percent. Yeah, I think the the Patterson going down kind of you know had him reeling a little bit. Um, you know the seven completions is. I, I, you wonder if they're going to look at Desmond Ritter. You know we we I think if Mariota if he plays if he's the starter next week. And does just as bad, or even just a little bit better, which is still going to be bad. Right. Uh, you know, we could be seeing the Desmond Ritter experiment come out, see what he's got. Which, you know, if you're a Kyle Pitts owner, you have been just miserable this year for Agreed. what you, the draft capital you have in him in your fantasy draft, you are just miserable because the the talent's there for Kyle Pitts. You can't bench him. Because right. there, there, it could be any week he could go for one of those 10 catches for 180 yards. The right. dude's a receiver at a tight end, you know, so you're just well, you're it, stuck in yeah, like, at two, two weeks of, right now. Two weeks of Justin Jefferson stinking the whole place up. Yeah. Were you ever thinking about sitting him? Of course not. I mean, there's yeah. – and Kyle Pitts, like you said, he was drafted as probably the third highest – tight end yeah i think he was the consensus number three tight right. end this year so so you're not 
You're not. I mean, I own him in a dynasty league. I'm not Which sitting there. Fine, but, I mean, but I'm not sitting. Dynasty, now. you know, he's. This is gonna go down as probably his worst year because there's absolutely zero chance they're keeping Mariota after this year. Right. Uh, you know, see what they got in Ritter. I think their record is gonna be bad enough to where they could be in contention to either make a move or do something to try and get one of these, you know, better quarter. I think this year's uh, draft class for quarterback is better um, than last year's. Yep. So you could see them try and make a move for somebody. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it's one it's, of those Mariota is, you know, towards the end of Tennessee, this is kind of what you saw too, just bad quarterback you know bad throws right you know yeah it's just we'll probably see him here again next week i imagine next up was your uh your person who you had marked as the mvp for the year lamar (laughs) minus 9.9 he was 20 of 29 (sighs) passing for 144 yards a touchdown two interceptions 11 rushes for 73 yards got the rushing yardage Uh, no yardage on his passing. Uh, the one TD and two interceptions didn't help. I mean, they, they should have buried Buffalo. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, Buffalo's defense is still good. You know, that's. Yeah, but they were up 20 to three. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they, they were, they were dominating that game. And uh, I mean, it's, it's not unlike, it's, it's like I, I read an article about, the prevent defense. And the only thing that the prevent defense does is it prevents you from stopping them from scoring. Mm. Um, it just, it slows it down. Yeah. Um, it may take some time off the clock, but you are, it, it, the Packers did this. Oh, they do it. The, they've done the, it twice, two weeks in a row. Right. Now. So you've got, you've got a good defense. You were playing great defense why did you stop doing what was working to run the prevent defense to give the other team a chance to get back in the game? Yeah, I, well, the Ravens, too, This the defense of the Ravens is not a Ravens defense that we've known right, like years right. past. Agreed. So they, they are a little worse this year. So I think, you know, and then you just go against a, a great quarterback in Josh Allen and a good, good run, well-run team in the Bills where they don't, necessarily panic when they get down like that and start doing goofy stuff to try and get some points back um you know so i think it was yeah that and them changing their you know defensive scheme to whatever they were doing this was also a wet kind of rainy day there's like three games that were just wet and rainy so you know <coughs> ball gets away from you a couple times uh you know if this is jackson's floor it still wasn't terrible it didn't lose you the week but obviously you're used to him right winning and helping you dominate your week you know every week so like i said if this is his floor that's fine you yeah know, like i said not great obviously but he's not absolutely killing you with uh performance oh, abs- like absolutely this. right right i mean uh, other guys have done much yeah. more poorly than than this performance because he did score points yep he just didn't score like we're accustomed yep. to. Yep. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to move into a little uh, bit of a new um, new piece that I, I we're doing it this week. I, we may or may not do it in the future. Um, we're looking for ideas on on new things that you guys would like to 
here on the podcast. So, you know, let us know what a new um, topic would be that you'd like us to talk about. But this week I'm going to talk about a couple of rookie running backs that I think are are definitely getting it done, um, one more so than the other. But, I mean, both of them look very good for rookie running backs, which is, you know, it, it, it doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't, you rarely have an opportunity where a guy comes in. I mean, i.e. Kenneth Walker, he was, you know, there was talk he could be the starter, but, you know, he was injured yeah. coming in and they're easing him along and, you know, Penny looks good. So why yeah. would you necessarily do it? So the two people are uh, Damian Pierce, um, who has 60 rushes for 313 yards and two touchdowns. He also has 10 targets, 10 receptions, 43 yards. And the other one is Brees Hall. Um, he's got 38 rushes for 178 yards and a touchdown. He's got 15 catches on 27 targets, another 113 yards, and another touchdown. So, I mean, these are guys who are going to be, I mean, it, it obviously 60 carries through... Um, through four weeks in mm-hmm. in um, Houston, and that was with him not seeing the field much at all the first week. Yeah. So you know it's it's apparent based on their usage of him that he's going to be the guy. Yeah, and both of these guys were. I mean, Pierce though I, I shouldn't say both. Uh, Pierce was a guy, obviously, I mean, he shot up draft boards to, like, you know, if you waited till the last weekend or a couple days before, you were worried about people grabbing him early, so you yourself probably went out and got him early, so you were expecting this right away, and then all of a sudden, week one and two, you're seeing Rex Burkhead out there, and you're like, this again? And then Lovey Smith's like, well, obviously, we have to get him the ball, and they did. He ripped off a huge, uh, I think, 75-yard touchdown this week or 70-ish yard touchdown this week yep um but Brees hall was a guy they're talking about being the second half of the season where he really breaks out right and you're starting to see that a little bit more they're you know obviously michael carter's still involved because they still love michael carter they're both good backs but Brees hall just has the upside right right so i mean i'm I'm looking at those two and i'm thinking you know it's obviously in most leagues they're not available uh depending upon how many teams there are but they're exciting young backs i i think that they have a a good future ahead of themselves i agree you know like i was saying i was going to complain about george kittle (laughs) made a trade for him and you know expecting to get george kittle uh you know this year probably got to temper expectations uh just because them losing uh trent i think trent williams uh you know right top tier you know, arguably the best left tackle in the game right now. And they're going to, Kittle's such a great blocking tight end. They're going to use him as that. Um, he'll pop here and there. Him and Jimmy G have such a great rapport. So I wouldn't panic yet, but uh, just I just lost because of him only getting two catches. So yeah. I wanted to complain yeah. a little bit. I hear you. So Isaac, you'll appreciate that. So. Yep. So hopefully <laughs> you guys will uh, will give us some ideas on on what we can bring that would be of interest to you. Um, we've received a couple of ideas and we'll probably implement something within the next week or two um, to add uh, some fun to it and, and some information that you guys might be looking for. So uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. I'm Ozzy. And I'm Austin. We'll talk to you next week.